space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Friday to you and yours. It's 532. Happy Friday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Good morning, dude. How the heck you doing over there, pal? Doing good, man. I thought I was going to have to scrape this morning. It is cold out there. Frosty beginnings. It is a cold start to the day. Well, frost, uh... The White House rock is just embedded in a fog bank right now. So yeah. if you're Wait traveling along in. In, yeah, in some space here, maybe around the 406, just be careful. A lot of fog this morning. Uh, two degrees right now outside the White House of Rock. Yeah. Two in Hamilton. Uh, my phone says three in Toronto. and also says minus 34 in Antarctica, hmm. just in case you were curious. Could be worse. <laughs> there you go. That's one way to look at it. Could huh? be worse. Uh, busy morning here behind the scenes. Is this a weird machine? I'll tell you that out the gate. Yeah, it was a, a weird, weird machine. stuff on there. It took, uh-huh. me, it took me a bit to uh, sift through some of those. Uh, breakfast sandwich day. We got it was a great sandwich. Tin, thank you. Tin foil toss. Yeah, really uh, good. Coming up here in the in the near future. You know, it's Halloween. We are four days away. Yeah. What's that? What's the weather look like? Uh, now? Uh, it it can change. To- 60% chance of showers, oh. a high of 15 for the St. Catharines area. I don't... It's like it's the only day with rain in the seven-day forecast yeah. I'm looking at. Look at it. It's the one day right in the I middle. I hope it's <laughs> during the day. It, you can be as cold as you want when yeah. it just pisses rain. It really sucks just, the fun out of it, doesn't oh it? Oh, God, it does. What's the, uh, what's the beverage du jour for your walk around this year? So, actually, I was thinking about this because uh, I think we're going to be going with a with another family. Oh yeah, so it's always nice. Well, now you've got to now you got to try and make a decision around that, right? Mm-hmm. Like typically, Chelsea and I would split a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, is it a cooler with some neutrals? Is it a cooler with some beers? Is it a cooler you with drag some it behind you? Gin smashers? No, like a, like a cooler bag, oh, like a cooler bag. like a backpack one I or gotcha. something. Right, like you know, to me and the you know the dad, is it like are we do crushing some beers while mm-hmm. the ladies crush some gin smashes? You know, is it wine as well? I don't know. You know, when you add another group in there, mm-hmm. you, know, you got some questions to ask. Yeah, you gotta so, find out. So I'm not sure which one it'll be for me. But. It's a hot cider kind of thing. Ooh. Hot cider with a splash of rum or something like mm-hmm. that. I'd be into that. Yeah. Hot toddy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to get hammered now. Yeah. Now. I want to get hammered right, right now. Now, uh, speaking of Halloween, I'm looking here, Amazon uh, to celebrate Halloween has has decided to put something on their website mm-hmm. for you to get. It's an edible tarantula. <laughs> the tarantula has been dehydrated. Oh God! It's like it's an actual spider. Yeah. Okay. C- covered in barbecue seasoning, and placed in a can. Oh. What do you think an edible tarantula goes for? I'm assuming it's just like the exoskeleton of it or whatever. I'm gonna go for, uh, I'm gonna say uh, twenty eight ninety nine. Hey, thirty dollars. Is that right? Thirty dollars. Yeah. I'm gonna give you the win on that one. Close. Ballpark. Uh, edible tarantula just in time for Halloween being sold on Amazon. You interested? Does it still have the little hairs on it? I, I, I unfortunately am not aware. I have no desire. No, God, to, no. To try tarantula. It's a good reminder that I gotta, uh, I gotta venture out to the business Costco in St. Catharines to get my full bars. 
Oh, okay. Haven't, uh, haven't done right. that yet. So I was but, like, how is an edible tarantula a good reminder for It was for just anything? reminding me of stuff I have to buy before gotcha. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Got to go and get my full bars. To follow up a tarantula story. That reminds me. <laughs> Why? Why does that remind you of anything? Just, just making a personal yeah. note. No, no. Things that's, I have to do this weekend. Uh, that is totally fair. Yeah. Right? I think we're in the window now where I can go and get them and hopefully not consume them yeah. before Monday. Yeah. We still haven't got our box of... Yeah. I don't trust myself at all. <laughs> we got chocolate bars in the staff kitchen here. You know, I can't not eat one. Like if I go get water, yeah. I got to have a mini chocolate bar. Now, let me tell you this. Is it easier to restrain yourself from consuming the full chocolate bars? Because... I mean, you, maybe you have one, yeah, but you're not going to go back to the well again and again and again for multiple. No, it's a great point. Full size bars, the, so you you are going to cut yourself off probably at one. The quote unquote fun size that they call them, which then you just eat six, oh, which is the equivalent of or more. Yeah, honestly, sometimes it's like you eat eight and you go, yeah, well, yeah. they're small, so it's fine. It's totally fine because look how tiny they are. If if resistance is the issue, maybe the full bar is easier. Uh. Ready, a little easier to track your activity. I still don't trust myself. That's fair. I'd end up pot like if there's O Henry peanut butters in there. Oh God, game over. <laughs> God, it'd be real bad, man. All right, let's get going. We got our dink of the day just around the corner. You chose a Metallica one for us today. Yeah, man. Lead track off the And Justice for All album. Blackened. Blackened. It's on the Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Blackened. Soper and Brown at 97.7 Hits FM. All right, let's get going here with our dink of the day. Actually, Gretzky, uh, Gretzky Chris said, spent 100 bucks on full-size chocolate bars getting set for Halloween. Although I said one box, it's just for me. Not a boy. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Not you a boy. Aside. Good for you, Chris. Yeah, you set that aside for yourself. It's good. You got to treat yourself, right? You do. Yeah. And you are right. I believe in that. Less chance you will gorge, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. I eat a full-size chocolate bar. If I started to open up another one, I might go, mm, hold on here. Get a hold of yourself. Yeah, let's get it get together. Get a hold of yourself. But yeah, the like I'll eat eight of the small ones. No and problem. Not think not anything even, of it. Not even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the same, if not maybe more. <laughs> right? Eight eight is probably more. Yeah, probably. Right? Yes. How many minis? If you lined them up, up end to end. Yeah. Depending okay. on like what kind of bar you're eating. Like it's not gonna equal let's two. Say, let's say O'Henry's. What you, four of them make up a one? Yeah. Three? I would say I would say five is equal to one. Five? Yeah, just because the O Henry's like got like you know a bit of thickness to it, right? Those are a little smaller. I'll say five is equal to one full bar. Okay. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Somebody here also said minus two where they are right now. Mm. Said had to scrape, or uh, you can just pour a pitcher of lukewarm water over your windshield. <laughs> Ill-advised. You can crack the windshield, couldn't you? You can. I guess it meant the water would have to be really hot. Right? Real hot. All right. Let's uh let's get going here. Where are we going? Let me see. Uh, Georgia. Coetta County, Georgia. Okay. Police re- recently busted a group of burglars who burglarized two different houses and broke into five vehicles in between those two houses. Two How- homes and five vehicles. Mm-hmm. So That's home, vehicles along the way, another home. Categorized as a spree. Would it not? <laughs> a good point. How do they get themselves caught, though? Uh, yeah, you want to take a guess? I mean, I mean, you've got two homes and five cars. I would assume you left behind a, a trail of evidence of some way. So this, uh, not ID or anything like that? No, uh, no uh, blood on the broken glass somewhere? This is a very Halloween way 
to get yourself caught. As the group of burglars broke into the home and grabbed a bunch of stuff. I don't know if the homeowner was home at the time or just arrived after. But called the police and police showed up. Said, all right, what did they take? Said, I don't know, like miscellaneous stuff. And mm-hmm. took a computer. They took uh, what looks to be some jewelry, this and that. Yeah. And he said, randomly enough, I had a huge bag of Halloween candy on my uh, counter. Uh-huh. Mini chocolate bars, Milky Ways. Milky Ways, I was going to give away. Yeah. Okay. Well, police decided after leaving, well, maybe we should look down. Well, and there's a Milky Way candy bar wrapper on the ground. Oh, well. Well, then there's another Milky Way candy bar wrapper on the ground. (laughs) And then another Milky Way candy bar. Oh, man. I'm not kidding you when I tell you a trail of empty Milky Way candy bar wrappers led directly to the second house where the burglars were (laughs) and the police arrested them. A literal trail of their own garbage. That's why we don't litter, kids. Led to their arrest. Couldn't tuck a Milky Way wrapper in your pocket until you found a receptacle? What are you doing? That is just, of all the embarrassing ways to get yourself caught, (laughs) it is just so stupid. The actual trail of breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so dumb. This isn't even the first person we've had this year who's who's left a trail of candy wrappers. We had the orange peels. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. The orange peels a couple months ago. That's right. Unbelievable. I don't have their names. It looks but like it's a group too. Milky Way Bandits. Ah. Dinks of the day. Silver and Brown. Silver and Brown. Ninety-seven-seven hits FM. Silver and Brown. Ninety-seven-seven hits FM. I want to throw another story your way here. I, I was. Was tossing around the idea of using this as like a, a dink of the day type mm-hmm. thing, but I wasn't sure who to give the award to, so I kind of left it. But I, I, I want to know your thoughts before we okay. we do move forward. What do you got? The day because it, it's it, it's one of those those situations where I'm curious how you would handle it. All right. So we're in Florida. We're gonna go to Fort Lauderdale. Okay, and there's an apartment building. Okay. And one of the residents uh, on the standing on the balcony, when they see a man mm-hmm. in a trench coat and a mask walk into the building, and they think to themselves, oh, my God. Yep. Today's the day. Somebody is entering to do something horrible here. Yep. So they called the police. And said, a masked man who may have a gun or whatever has just entered the apartment. Police showed up, searched the apartment, and wouldn't you know it, the man who had entered, well, he was there for a costume party. Attending a Halloween party. Attending a Halloween party. Yeah. Nobody was charged with anything. Nobody given any warnings. Misunderstanding. Everyone just kind of moved along their, uh, moved on their way. Well, who's the, who's the dink in this scenario? Can I say neither? Neither. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's the guy just showing up for a Halloween party, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. The Should pers- he be waited to put that stuff on before getting in the party? I, I mean, do you ever, do you show up to a party and then put your costume no, on? No, no, no. Definitely. I typically not. show up with my costume on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did did, did it just we did don't know it what the cost your mind? 
Uh, that, that, ah, this could freak some people out in the wrong way. I don't think it should have to. Yeah, yeah, it, fair. It, we don't know what the costume was, right? It, it's a long black coat with a mask. Could be, yeah, yeah, some could kind be, of long trench coat with a mask. He could have been doing a, you know, a, a, a Michael Myers with a pea coat. It could have been, yeah. you know, whatever. Like yeah. it could have been something completely harmless. But if you're the person who called, I mean. Would this be the first time that somebody's come in with a long jacket, masked up, and caused havoc in a in a in a in a building? Of course, in the state of Florida, yeah, or of course. or anywhere, anywhere, yeah. I don't think I'm handing out a dink of the day to either side. Really, eh? I I I can I can totally. It's obviously like I think you have to keep in context that okay, it is Halloween, right? It is that you, you can keep that in your mind, right? But. Maybe it's tough to make assumptions too. Is it better to be safe than than sorry? Yeah, I mean, like at least no tickets were handed out here, and you yeah. wasted a bit of time for the you know whatever Fort Lauderdale police force. But uh, well, I remember I mean, society's kind of led you to go. You know, I'm going to make that call just in like it's it's kind of grim times, bud. I remember months ago we had the story of somebody was playing Call of Duty in yeah. an apartment, yeah. and was yelling like, "I'm going to kill you." And yeah. then gunshots were going off. Right. Cause yeah, the, and, yeah, it turned up, yeah. And somebody called and said, there's like people screaming things and gunshots. I need you here. Playing a Call of Duty campaign. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe even at the time, you might have had the same ruling of like, look, I don't know. Like, what, I, yeah. A person freaked out and hears, I'm going to kill you in gunshots. What do you do? What do you expect them to do? It's not like if, if this was like some uncommon thing and you know these you know shootings and and acts didn't happen all the time yeah. then yeah that would be a massive overreaction yeah but uh yeah. these things Gest- are gestures wildly at the world yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of get it man so I'm awarding like you can give like if out of a hundred you can give like a, maybe a five percent d of the d to the person who called up maybe five percent but the other ninety goes to the general this <laughs> broadcasting from the white house of rock we're chtz niagara and hamilton the silver and brown show 97.7 hits fm text message from bass says uh story is a great representation of how north americans live in fear we need to keep open minds not everyone's out to get us talking about the person calling the police and the guy in the trench coat entering an apartment yep I wish it were the case. <laughs> yeah, man. You're I, right. I, I not agree. everybody is out yeah, to get no, us. Totally not. But people are scared. <laughs> On the chance. It just, you know, like you said, if it was, you know, if these things are a rare occurrence, especially, you know, this is where this person's located. I don't know if I'd have the same reaction uh, in Canada, but, you know, Fort Lauderdale where this, you know, stuff happens, man. Yeah. No, I I, I, I'm with you. I agree. I get it. I, I, I get the fear that uh, sucks, but I get it. may have. Okay, I want to talk really quickly, mm-hmm. and I I don't know. You tell me if this is if this is potentially the biggest grift of all time. The, I I don't know why anybody would spend their hard earned money okay on something like this. And maybe you can walk me down the path and go. Yeah, this is why I might use my weekly paycheck. All right. On this, there's a man in. Wait, you're Ar- getting paid weekly? <laughs> Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> Arlington Heights, <laughs> Illinois. Okay. Robert Craybill. He's teaching a zombie awareness program. He wants to teach people how to fight and kill a zombie 
Should you ever be approached and attacked? Like a survivalist kind of program? That's right. You know, you can figure a lot of that stuff out probably just on, like, Netflix or Crave or whatever. Also, get this. Uh-huh. Zombies, not real. Yeah. There's it. also that. That part as well. Y- you yeah. know. Yes. You could watch movies. What was the name? Robert? Robert Craybill. Craybill. Okay. 20-year-old. Yeah. He uh, describes, he says, uh, I describe exactly what a zombie is, explain how they're created, talk about the different types, such as the more muscular and dangerous jock zombie. Oh. And then I tell people how to kill them. Or in Canada, a jock zombie. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, if you find yourself face-to-face with one, yeah. I recommend looking around for something sharp and pointy or heavy. And aiming for the head. I hope you got that near you. Fortunately, I think zombies be pretty dumb. Most likely in a real life apocalypse. Because zombies don't think. It's true. They just act in their primal instinct to hunt. So it's very easy to trick and manipulate zombies to get around them. For example, you can set up a car alarm down the street to distract them. That usually works. And, Sorry, I mean, what? In, in film and television, yes. Sorry, huh? That <laughs> usually works. Yeah, that works. So this is interesting. He's partnered with, uh, I found an article here from the Chicago Tribune, and he's partnered with a, a local nursery and landscape uh, place. So if you can make it past the barricaded zombies into a haunted barn uh, for uh, this seminar, you'll have learned everything you need to know to survive in a world overrun by the walking dead. And uh, you, you mentioned uh, Grift. Yeah. It's actually free to attend. Free. Free to attend. Okay. Yeah. That makes it a little bit better. He's a, he's a film student, and he hires uh, friends, makeup artists, and all that kind of stuff to dress his buddies up yeah. as zombies. He teaches you survival techniques in a lecture-style thing, puts you in scenarios where you would have to survive and or escape with the goal of getting to this barn uh, at the end of it. See, that's more fun to Yeah, it actually sounds right? fun. It's, uh, yeah, October 29th at 1 p.m., Again, this is in uh, Illinois, but that's kind of cool. Admissions free. That that makes a lot more sense, making yeah. an interactive type thing. Yes. Because that, the article I'm reading is like, well, you got to go for the head, and I'll teach you how to kill him. Yeah. Like, also, I'm afraid one of his buddies is going to get punched yeah. at some point. Yeah, he said the setting is essentially academic, with Craybill delivering a lecture to the crowd, but it's still atmospheric, and more so this year with new props, such as a radioactive containment chamber. You know what I always <laughs> wonder? So you know you watch those like doomsday prepper shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. The people like who dedicate their whole lives to mm-hmm. fighting Prep, off the prepping for the end, the disaster. Are they disappointed if it doesn't happen? I think you got it. That's a lot of prep. I mean, and I, I know it's you know they live on the just in case uh, you yeah. know barrier, but and and I'm talking not like you know oh I've got a bunch of stuff and like I've got water and cans in the basement. No, no, that makes sense. Sure. I'm talking about those guys who have like uh-huh. the bunkers underground yeah, the, the, and every Friday we go through this you, you know like We go through the drill? Yeah. We have a drill. Do you think those people are when they I don't know. think they want it like they want the apocalypse to happen? I don't know. I don't know if they want to. I think they're convinced it's coming. I yeah. mean, you're not putting that much time in unless you Yeah, but you're... let's say it doesn't, right? You're yeah. 70, you're on your deathbed. Yeah, I could have committed more time. To yeah, that. right? No. Are you disappointed? I don't know. That's Are a, that's you a, wishing it would happen? That's a great question. I mean, that is a lot of preparation to not deliver on the promise, right? I wonder if some of these people who are, like, they go through this like, ah, I hope the zombie apocalypse happens now. I feel now. ready. Yeah. I feel ready. I just wonder, right? Do you look and go, yeah. 
I'm prep, baby. I want it to happen. <laughs> there are people in this world that I think you know, you're. Yeah, I think that there's there's an aspect of that to it. Uh, I think there's a percentage of that to it for sure, bud. I'm waiting to see if anybody from Hits Nation is going to text us that zombies are real, or that maybe they're a prepper. Yeah. Do you have a bunker that Soper and I could borrow? Yeah. Let us come explore. <laughs> the Soper and Brown Show. Pearl Jam. Soper and Brown Show, 977. It's FM. Uh, we were talking about this guy who's running a zombie apocalypse class. Mm-hmm. It looks like it is just like an escape room type situation. Yeah, it's a once a year thing yeah. he does in partnership Which with- is better yeah for sure than, you know yeah. him trying to take people's money yeah. and this free, and that so. free to attend he's yeah. a you know a, a theater kid uh uh an amateur yeah. horror movie maker it's probably it's it a practice better. run for him i think it's better yeah it is better uh we did get a text from somebody though who said boys as a prepper because i asked the question hey somebody yeah. has a doomsday prepper are they disappointed if the apocalypse doesn't happen and we get a text yeah or is there like you know some anticipation yeah. right we get a text from somebody who said as a prepper I can't wait. We asked him to call. He's on the phone. Uh, it's Cole. Cole, good morning, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Fantastic, man. Appreciate you uh, joining us. So let's let's start with the introduction. You are uh, a prepper of some kind. Yeah, I, I try and prep for any coming disaster. And what what does that mean? Like when you say I'm a prepper, like what, what do you have ready to go? Uh, probably about four to six months worth of food, water, water purification, storage, hmm. firearms, ammunition. Do you have like a bunker type situation or? No, not really. Just no. my basement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Is the only thing I have to go off of is those doomsday prepper TV shows. Are, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, a lot of the yeah. stuff that they have, like bunkers, are pretty pricey. Oh really? Eh? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, some of the guys have stuff like like buried on their property too, right? You know, if you're gonna get a uh, like a cargo, like a shipping container, yeah, I guess so. Dig eh? it out, bury it, insulate it. Like that's that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between going that deep and doing what Cole's doing. I think of having you know reserves to keep you around for a little bit. What made you start to to do this, Cole? I honestly just looking at the state of the world and seeing how it's only going downhill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you um you have a family or you're by yourself? Oh yeah, I got a family. Yeah. So we've also got all the gas masks and stuff in case of nuclear. Do you do ever do you it, ever go through the the um like do you, like practice runs about what would happen or what you would do like, you know, to get your kids ready and prepared or is it just uh, you'll take it as it comes? Well, I try to encourage the wife to to practice a bit, but she doesn't believe as much as I do. Yeah. I mean, what you said, it's the basement, right? So it's pretty much if, any, if anything hits the fan, hit the basement. Hit the basement? Depends on the situation. Like, if we have to get out of town, then we got a few to-go bags back. Uh-huh. You've got go bags ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You said your wife doesn't fully believe in this stuff. Are you? She doesn't want to, yeah. She doesn't want to. Is there a part of you... That does want something to happen so you can look and go, Told I you. tried to tell you. Uh, yeah, big part of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cole, what do you, most likely scenario, most likely scenario where where this stuff is going to is gonna be helpful for you, what do you think it's going to be? Probably a nuclear disaster or an economic collapse. Sure yeah. feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's grim as hell, Cole, but I'm glad you're prepared, buddy. Yeah. I, yeah, man. You, yeah, hey, we might be the dumb ones for not having the, the things <laughs> ready to go. What would you recommend to somebody who's listening? Can you give some advice of things you should have and, and reasons you should actually start looking at it? Just, and, just the pure basics, like not the, not the deep yeah. dive, like maybe not the go bags, but just the basics. What do you think people should have? For someone just starting out, I'd say beans, rice, water, or means to purify water. Yeah. And winter stuff. Non-perishables, warm clothes, and something to purify water. Yep. There you go. Yeah, nice. And I, maybe some weapons. Uh, fair, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and anything anything else, you that, like advice that you'd have to anybody, you know, going forward? Um, yeah, try to avoid exchanging bullets. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Oh, fair enough. Hey, buddy, I appreciate you chiming in. We we were curious, kind of the mind, the thought process behind something like this. So appreciate you chiming in, buddy, and uh, have a good rest of your weekend. All right. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. Okay. All cheers, right. man. See you later. It's, it's, it is, it's interesting. I find it incredibly interesting. I, there's there's I, some guy texting in who does not understand is being an asshole. But, yeah. Um, He's saying, yeah, we're being. I uh, yeah. forget him. Are we coming off judgmental? I was just uh, asking questions. Well, I don't know. That, I, th- I think that guy's looking for somebody to be judgmental. Well, if he's so. looking for it, come on by. <laughs> I, I, I find it incredibly interesting mm-hmm. because, yeah, there are. It, it, it seriously is two different things, right? Like yeah. this guy is ready to go believes it's coming mm-hmm. and would rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. And then the other side, which I think is majority of people just, I just hope it doesn't sure happen. Sure hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> what would you say? Percentage of people in North America yeah. that would be prepared for an absolute collapse. 5% right? maybe. Like it's Top low. End. Yeah. Right? Five. Maybe. It is low. Yeah. Yeah. I have so little ready to go. Like if something was to- I got a first aid kit and a flat of water. I remember this would have been seven or eight years ago. The pow- Our power went out where we were for like 48 hours. This in Kingston? Um, this was when we were living in BC, actually. Oh, yeah. And it went out for, a, I want to say, 48 hours. And it was a helpless feeling. <laughs> yeah, man. It was any Everything was closed after the 24 hours because sure. in the our surrounding area- yep. Like, even, like, the McDonald's and stuff were just like, well, we're giving away what we can. Yeah. And then that's it. Eventually, it's going to spoil. Yeah, that's like all, you all the stores, yeah. everything. It was like, this is, mm-hmm. this is, we should probably be more prepared. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was an interesting chat with Cole. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. The best. Monster truck. I blind 977 hits FM on the Soper and Brown show. There's a few more uh, preppers who've been texting into the show yeah. here and and uh, giving us their lay of the land, their plans, this and that. No judgment from my end, man. You yeah. want to be prepared? You be prepared. I'll be the one knocking on your door asking for help. So you go ahead and get prepared. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. Better than the better than the your hubris will be your downfall, oh, guy. Yeah, that guy's, an, <laughs> guy's an idiot. Uh, do you think that the the past three years, you know, this whole COVID situation, yep. what you believe, you know, aside. But do you think something like this has mm-hmm. changed a lot of people's minds? and went, Completely. Mm. Something like this, yeah, watching, probably. I think watching the behavior of others and how others have reacted to it. I think, yeah. yes. Yeah, I think it has for sure. Yeah. I think it has for sure. I mean, nothing nothing has cemented my I'm never having kids more than I would say the world over the last three years. Yeah, which is fair. 
Yeah. Nothing, is, nothing has made me more more firm on the fact that I will see significant day-to-day change in how we're going to have to operate in our lives, in my lifetime. I always wanted to, to yeah. be a, a father. I always wanted to have kids. It was it, that there was never a question, right? Like, I was going to do everything sure. I could. Sure. But my wife and I, over the last few years, have absolutely had the conversations that of- If somehow now here you were at 34 and you hadn't had kids yet. Well, so, well, so it's more so we've had the conversation of- how terrified we are mm-hmm. of the world yes. that like our kids are going into. Well, you, you, I mean, you think of the change that that you, we might see in the next thirty years. Yeah, and then the, you know, beyond that, I don't think it's slowing down. I desperately want <laughs> my kids to get into their twenties. Yeah. You know, yeah. if something was to happen, it would still be devastating. But sure. like. At the very least, if they had to fend for themselves, yes. you know, they can fend for themselves. Yeah. It's it's just one as you look, you go, what did we do? <laughs> That's why I always joke that. Everybody what did always, we do? Everybody says, what are you guys going to do after radio? And I said, fill sandbags. Yeah. <laughs> Due to the rising lakes. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. It's hard to long-term plan when you yeah. don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. It is, yeah. It is one of those, oof. So you do talk to somebody like Cole, and you're like, "Yeah, I know you." Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's- but there's there's no there's no part of me where I'm like, eh. "Somebody said, are we done with Doomsday Radio yet?" Yeah, we're done. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Yeah. Do you want to talk about? Uh, you want to hey, talk look, about? Se- I, you want to talk about say, sex lube on street signs? I was I'm interested in this topic, which yeah. is why I wanted to talk to Cole. Absolutely. And, which is why I wanted to jump into it. But yeah, yeah, yeah we we'll move along for now. Is that what you want to do? You want to talk about? I want to Sex, talk- toys, lube, and baseball? <laughs> yes, I do. All right, let's do that in a few minutes. Hey, 7 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Shelf. So we are getting set for game one of the MLB playoffs tonight. Yeah, the World Series, finally. Yeah, yeah, really. After a break from uh, Sunday. Sunday was the last game. And I know they prepared for the series to potentially go seven. They wrapped up in four and five. But don't you have, like, flexibility in the buildings yeah. to get these things underway? Philadelphia is taking on Houston. Yeah. Phillies versus the Astros. And one city is pre-preparing. We just talked about doomsday preppers. Yes. One city is prepping for the potential championship win, and that city is Philadelphia, Carl. So there is a tradition in Philly that whenever these teams uh, have significant wins, their fans, they go out, and they climb lampposts, street posts, road signs, yeah. uh, wherever your your traffic lights are hanging. It's just kind of become this thing that people in Philadelphia do. Even before the Phillies uh, won the uh, uh, the the NLCS, cops were out there. They actually in, they have a budget line in their yearly budget for Crisco, yeah. and they go out there and they grease up the poles so that hopefully. They can't climb them. So they've taken it a step further. Yeah. And a company by the name of Cam Soda has sent Philadelphia truckloads of lube to grease up the poles in case the Phillies win the World Series. <laughs> now, this is a the Phillies are big underdogs here. Uh, 87 wins during the regular season compared to 106 for Houston. A 19-win differential between these teams. Houston's rotation is just deadly, but the Phillies got a little something going on there. I wonder if they would have rather this series started sooner. 
just point. because they they've got this spark with them right now. Swagger going, yeah. right? Cam Soda donated this from Cam, their uh, from their supply. Check out this picture here. Yeah, it's a fifty Sent literal barrels. Yeah, it's it's fifty five <laughs> gallon barrels. Yeah, <laughs> of lube of to lubrication to Philly. Let me ask you this though: They should use it if it happens, man. Is this almost a challenge now? Does that feel like, oh, you think you can stop I, us? I think that's how the fans are going to think. Yes. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, you're Have not. Have you met Philadelphia fans? No. I, I've, I've met a few. I know a couple of them. And yeah, they're they're climbing no matter what. This is one of those like, oh, you think you're going to stop me. Now I'm going to, I want to do it even more. They'll sacrifice their best flannel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to climb that pole. I think they're going to work together. Yeah, People they on shoulders. Yep. <laughs> a human chain to get yes. to the top of the yeah absolutely yes, I do think so absolutely and then incredible like in in the in your preparations you actually have a line of yeah no that's our that's our Crisco budget yeah what's that for the Eagles made some improvements this year and we just have to be prepared yeah <laughs> in great tax year don't forget people yeah. Philly also ate horse crap when they won the Super Bowl. That's Remember true. That? Yeah, he walked behind the horse in the parade, didn't he? They started picking up the horse crap and ate it. Things you do when you win. They're climbing poles. They're yeah. eating horse crap. God, they just want to win. <laughs> you know, though, you get swept up, right? Yeah. You get swept up. You get it. Is that what, if the Canucks ever won a Stanley Cup? I'd rather they climbed greased up poles than smash windows. Yeah. If those are my two options, give me the lubed poles. <laughs> Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Silver and Brown, 97.7. It's FM. Uh, many people pointing out that you um, talking about lubing up poles should be a clip it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back and try yeah, to find the audio should. for you. Yeah, of course yeah. you should. Uh, another text talking about the World Series and Philadelphia lubing up their poles. Yeah. Said Carl Brown needs to shoot a blow dart to predict the World Series. Oh, okay, yeah, it does uh, get underway tonight. Houston hosting Philly for the first of uh, mm. first of the series. Do you want me to? Do you want to do this live here? Yeah, here I'll um I'll get a film. I'll, I'll get film it for Instagram. Okay. So on our board, I have yeah. Astros. Astros top, Phillies bottom. You've That's got right. post-it notes there. You want to sh- take a shot? Let's see if the first one hits. Whichever it hits will win the World Series. According to the blow darts. Oh, you went just, just above um, the Astros. Above. Okay, let me give that another shot here. Hold First on. shot almost hit the favorites. Our blow darts, by the way, five and two on the year uh, so far since we've been doing the predictions. Oh, he hit the Phillies. <laughs> he hit the Phillies. Ooh, Are boy. you kidding me? Yeah, look at that. The blow dart wanted the Astros out the gate. God, my aim's getting good with this thing. But you have hit the Phillies. <laughs> you say the Philadelphia Phillies will upset the Houston Astros to win the World Series. Looks that way. So says the blow dart? So says the dart. Wow. Do we live by the dart? Uh, we have to. Tough one. Every other time we have. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, you took all favorites in the UFC card. Yeah. You're going underdog. If the uh, if the Phillies win the World Series and the Eagles keep cruising as they are, you may as well just tear down the phone poles and the light posts yeah. and everything in Philly and put that stuff underground. It won't be anything that'll keep them off. REM, Soper and Brown. It's on 97.7 Hits FM. Friday morning, uh, four days away, or pardon me, three days away from Halloween. Yeah, man. I'm good at the math. Mm-hmm. And you have a few days left to enter into our Soper and Brown costume contest, the Hits FM costume contest. 
If you head to our website, hitsfm.com, you can find the details. And get some details in this sweet remote <laughs> control car that we're giving away. This thing's badass. We actually just took it out of the box and out of the wrapping yeah. here. It's uh, It just kind of has like a plastic bag sort of over it and uh, a little bit of assembly required just with the body attached to the, uh, I guess, the chassis, if you will. I, uh, I kind of want to take this thing for a spin. I want to as well. We were, we were going to yesterday. Can we do that we before busy. we give it away? Yeah, I, oh, absolutely. Okay, sweet. Uh, it's... You know, we could have found many different things to give uh, away. We got lots of stuff hanging around, but I think it's one of the coolest things we've <laughs> ever so given cool. away. Yeah. And I promise you, it's more badass yeah. than you think it is. We're gonna take a little bit of video with it, just bombing it around the halls of the White House of Rock here and throw it up in the social feed so you can kind of see where it's at. Here's how it works. If you've missed the details, it's a hits FM slash Soper and Brown inspired costume contest. And this isn't like you don't necessarily have to dress up like this for Halloween. No, we want you to get ahead of the game, do it now, and enter into the contest. We've had some submissions that have come in. There's one, I'm not going to say which, there's one that is my personal favorite. I think we share the same favorite at the yeah. moment. Yeah, I think so. It was solid. Yeah, really good. And you can dress up as anything you want. We keep saying maybe you want to be a fish sandwich, maybe you can figure that you out. You're a good fish sandwich, dress like that. Whatever it is. Hey, maybe you want to be an aggressive penis. Aggressively penis. Somebody sent me a costume with that yeah? last night. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you want to be um, Carl as a Dyson vacuum. Guy sucks like a Dyson. No. <laughs> Again, as Matt's saying, it doesn't have to be either of us. It could be you know, themes to do with the show. You could be a, you know, drinking beer with the bears at the dump. You yes. could be a swordfish. You could be a soper and brown mug. William Shatner in space. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Soper and brown mug. That's a pretty yeah. good one. <laughs> Whatever it may be. It goes till Sunday because we are going to award uh, the person the yeah. prize on Monday. And giving again, you until I think Sunday at noon to get your entries in at hitsfm.com. That prize right there, the car that is in front of us. Uh, it is um, our friends who gave it to us. It is uh, Niagara Battery and Tire. There we go, Niagara Battery and Tire. Yep. Uh, hooked us up with it. So we'll get some video up there, but make sure you go to our website, hitsfm.com, and make sure you enter before Sunday to have the ultimate Hits FM costume. 97.7 Hits FM. 7 hits FM text message saying somebody needs to dress up as little bitty. <laughs> there was one person who said uh, someone to dress up as Carl and then for Matt have him go on his knees like and you put feet or shoes, little shoes on the knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. I don't That's want good. that. I don't want that. Nice thing about this? Yeah. Batteries included. Oh hell yeah. I'm about to put him in the uh in the uh, remote control here. You you spent that last song there by Finger Eleven building the mm-hmm. car. Yeah, I just put the uh just put the body on it. It's pretty easy to do. Toyo tires on the side. Yeah, man. Jump shot. Jump SC. shot. SC is yeah. We'll get a picture of this thing over on the uh, Facebook page. It's got number seventy five on the top for. We asked for sixty nine, but it didn't have yeah, it. Yeah, so. which is a bunch of BS. Yeah, but that's okay. Who's the most famous? Yep. Sports a- or athlete? Any sport to wear number seventy five? <laughs> Ryan Reeves. Oh, is Ryan Reeves wears seventy five? Ryan Reeves wears seventy five. Does he? Yeah, there's not too many other guys. That's yeah. a. That's you know what seventy five is. What? That's my number. What do you mean that's your number? When I ever I created an NHL like be a pro? Yeah. 75. Why? I don't know. I like it. You did you just did you pick it randomly one day? I like or? how it looks on a jersey. It's a goon number. Yeah. You like you want to be a goon? Yeah, in the video in the in the, in the virtual world? Yeah. Yeah. 
when you play like NHL and create a guy. Yeah, when I put myself and start out in like the in the like OHL with the Ice Dogs, and just make a big kid goes around pushing people into the boards, score a bunch of goals. Really? Kill Eric Lindros type. Is that what you? That's yeah. what you typically make yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> tall do you make yourself? Like six three. Six three. Yeah. Look at this guy wishing he taller. was taller. I do. I'll admit it. Yeah. If you won't. <laughs> <laughs> six feet seems perfectly fine six feet is totally a fine one yeah has anybody ever said to you god you're short uh i don't hear it often no somebody I, might now though it might now i'm gonna make fun of you god like a pathetic carl isn't he short just wishes he was six three do you yeah. hear this guy it's true god it's true <laughs> that is so random that 75 yeah is the number that you yeah that's what i use for video games wow yeah. I'm just looking at NFL players that have worn. Somebody, somebody say Howie Long. Was Howie Long number 75? Howie Long wears 75? Joe yeah. Green. Mean Joe Green. Mean Joe Green. Nice. Jonathan Ogden. Howie Long. Deacon Jones. <laughs> what a name. Deacon Jones is good. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the other ones here to yeah. see if anybody else stands out. Those are Hall of Famers that I just meant, mentioned. but I think Reeves might be the only one in the NHL. Yeah. I think so. Until Carl Brown finally makes it. <laughs> Until I get there. I think Hal Gill might have worn 75 briefly. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. The more you know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the more you know. I think I'm wearing number 75. It's so random. Here you go. Evan Bouchard with the Oilers. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So he's not, Reeves isn't the only one? Nope. Thanks for lying. Sorry, Phil. This is why I have trust issues. I'm trying to work on it here. This is why I have trust issues. You put me on the spot. You're lucky I came up with one. That and my horrible father. Yeah, that mostly. You you lying about NHL jerseys and my father actively stealing from me. The <laughs> reasons. two things. I can't trust anybody. The Silver and Brown Show. Carl playing around with the remote control car is very funny, guys. I feel like a dad on Christmas morning. Very funny. What the, what, what the hell is that? He's where like is picking this? up. Look at, oh, that's where that uh, goes. Oh, this yeah. Oh, there is another box. And then he'll go, oh, this thing is awesome. <laughs> so he keeps muttering to himself. At some point, I'll come back to the radio show and stop putting this together here. <laughs> it is a Friday. It is 7.20. Let's get to the machine. Welcome to Machine! 905. 682-9797. You call the machine anytime. And that machine is proudly brought to you by Tootsie's Tune-Up Hair and Maintenance, your quality hair and body shop. You can get a haircut, a straight shave, some foot care, even a waxing. How about a cold beer? Mm. 153 Scott Street, St. Catharines. Give them a call, 905-934-4899, or book your appointment today, tootsies.ca. They're licensed, baby. Mm-hmm. Yesterday on the machine, we heard from somebody who was ranting about traffic. And hates it in a merge lane when somebody goes, yeah. like in a construction zone, somebody goes right to the end yeah. and makes their way in. And we said, well, that's the zipper effect. And technically, it is what you're supposed to do. Yes. Technically. But the problem becomes if everybody doesn't do it, then it becomes a jumbled mess. Right. This man called the machine originally from Hungary. He wanted to chime in. Uh, I'm originally uh, coming from Hungary. And then uh, over there, you don't have this zipper effect at all. Want to move, want to merge to the other lane as soon as it's possible because nobody going to let him in. And we have no problem out of it. Yeah, I get that. And that's pretty much how I 
drive here. Is yeah. if I if I see a lane closure or a merge coming up, I'm looking for opportunities much sooner than the end of the lane because yeah, it doesn't exactly. It, in a perfect world, of course, we'd all go to the end and it would zipper and work, but it's not that way. So it's just I, not the way. It I works. agree. When it's like a regular flow of traffic, yeah, you've got to get in. But if we're talking about that construction kind of the and or or a very slow yep. kind of get in, the, the zipper is the way to it go. It is, yeah, because it is going to be the most efficient way for traffic to just keep. But mm-hmm. as we keep saying, yeah, if everybody doesn't do it, no, then it's chaos. Yes. And that's how it usually goes. Best to merge over at the soonest and safest opportunity. Uh, I, this lady also heard the conversation yesterday. Thank you very much for teaching me something today, boys. Going forward, I am going to be that zipper asshole on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Can we get a bit of an experiment for this next one? So uh, if I could uh, ask you to get out your timer on your phone while Stopwatch, I play the start yeah. of this message. You got it. What's going tight. on, guys? Today I'm going to show you... Well, I'm going to show, hopefully, the people that love to order half the menu at Tim Hortons. I'm going to show you how to properly order your Timmy. So, he was in the drive-thru. Okay. And he wants to show you, this is how it's done. This is how quickly it can be done. And he's annoyed at somebody who orders everything on the menu in the drive-thru. So, you got the timer ready? Ready. Let's see how long does it take him to get his order through. You tell me. Timmy's. Ready? Set. Go. Good morning. Can I get a medium double double and a everything bagel toasted with butter, please? That'll be it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, there we go. We stop it. We stop it. We stop it. I got a, a twelve point two four. Oh, that's 12. pretty good. Yeah, that's that's nice. pretty good. That's nice. That's efficient. He didn't pause. No. He didn't wait. He knew exactly what he wanted. You know, funny because my wife and I have had the conversation while sitting at the drive-through. Yeah. You know, you do that thing where. You're trying to be polite. Where let's yes. say I'm going to get two coffees, right? Sure. And I'll go. Uh, I'll get a large one cream and say I want a large regular. Okay. I would often go. I'll get a large one cream, and then I wait for them to type it in, and then they go. Anything else? Uh, and a large regular. Yeah. And then let's say I also want donuts. Best just to you just say it just all. Just start firing. They they are doing. They they've it. done this job for a while. They know what's going on. You can watch the screen. I don't think I'm helping. If you see something yeah. miss, you know what I mean. Yeah. I always thought it was helping. No. I don't think I'm helping. No. Large one cream, large regular, box of Timbits, and two honey crullers, please. Done. I think you got to get it all out of the way. I agree. Right? They're looking for drive through times. Yeah. Do your part. But I, I always would like, give them a second I th- and, and think <laughs> I was helping. No. Yeah. You come in prepared. Yeah. No. Speed. Speed, baby. Yeah. That was good. 12.4. 12.24 is a good one. Okay. Podcast listener wanted to chime in with something. Wednesday's podcast. I'm a big skeptical of the ghost. You know, I don't think they're real, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady said she was scared to say the name Booker three times because that was the guy's name. Uh, Matt, I know you said you're not sure what you side with. Why don't you guys say it three times out loud and see that nothing's going to happen to you? So, again, just to recap, yeah. it was Wednesday. We had the psychic medium. Uh, Kate uh, had, Young is a yeah. horror author, but also... Um, has done paranormal investigations. Yeah, an investigator. And so when they were here 21 years ago, they said that they felt like they were uh, haunted by a spirit named Booger. That's right. And so much so that it followed them around for two years. She said it would enter their bodies. They could feel paralyzed. 
and it, were kind of freaked out to come back. She and, mentioned that a number of times when they were going on um, other investigations. Yeah. Car, like Suddenly a car that was completely reliable wouldn't work, or a family member would come down with something that would stop them from pursuing what they wanted to do, and they associated that to this, this booger spirit and said if you say it three times it will reappear and they refused and they were they downright they would not they, at first they didn't even want to say his name yeah so i i, mean, I don't have super problem doing it All right, go ahead uh it, now here's what's interesting though okay that man called in and oh, yeah and, and said that he, he called back in directly back. after okay yeah after saying the name after saying he doesn't believe all this kind of stuff Listen to the call, his next call that came through. Just adding to the whole uh, not believing in ghosts thing, uh, isn't it kind of ironic that the only people who actually saw... So I cut it off there because... Two calls in a row. The static got worse yeah. and worse you to the point... He- couldn't hear him. Couldn't hear him at all. Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, just that could be a tech thing. Could be any kind of interference. Sometimes we get calls that don't sound great. But it's interesting, isn't it, it? He called like it was two in a row. There was there yeah. was I think fourteen messages on the machine. He was messages eight and nine this morning. Yeah. And his first one is pretty clear. And the second one, after he you know throws some dirt on the on the theories, he calls back and there's just extraordinary interference in his call. It, pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, by the way, horror author. Yeah. Somebody just texted. That's horror. a yeah different category. Horror. Yes. Author. Anyways, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't going to say it three times in front of her or in front no, of that. I don't want to make them uncomfortable. Yeah, respectful. But I don't know. I mean, booger, booger, booger. There you go. I don't know if anything's going to happen here. Booger McFarland from Monday Night Football shows up on, a, on the burger, ah! on the burger mobile. <laughs> it works for some people. It doesn't work for others. I'm yeah. not sure. But yeah, watching them again. I'll have the video up on Monday. Watching them walk through. It was incredibly compelling. It's very cool. I thought it was really interesting to yeah. watch their process and to see what they were. As somebody who doesn't believe, yeah, I well, I I thought it was very, very cool, very interesting. Okay, we had a clip it come through. Clip it, Ashley eleven ten. I talked about the Silver Brown Halloween costume contest. Okay. Oh, I found a good clip. It. Let's go. If you like to go hard and you do a good job, make sure you send us a picture. Of- <laughs> yeah. Look, we're looking for submissions here. If you like to go hard, yeah. we want pictures. Send us a picture. Okay. It's fm.com. That's all we're asking. Looking for some hard guys. Let's finish with Machine Shakespeare. It was the Friday before Halloween, and in the White House of Rock, a ghastly swooshing noise paralyzed Matt into shock. Hmm. Could it be Hit's ghost booger, whose fame was renowned? No, it was much scarier. It was denim clad Carl Brown. Hard pants for the holidays, he said. Last year, you remember, I have to break these bad boys in by the 1st of December. Then he spun around, swished away, and exclaimed with delight, I like the way you smack my ass, as he swooshed out of sight. (laughs) (laughs) 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. It appears I've freaked a few people out. <laughs> With the... The three... Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, the three boogers. Well, you went downstairs to grab some mugs by yourself for somebody who came by, and uh, yeah. you were not accosted, so... Yeah, I'd, uh, it was Chris. Chris just uh, stopped by. We had uh, we had something for him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I, the basement, which is where... 
The three of them said they were yeah um, the most bothered, physically haunted initially by by the ghost 21 years ago, and I didn't experience anything down there personally. Mm-hmm. I didn't experience anything. Not to yeah. say I can't, but that it, that would have been the time, right? <laughs> it would have been a time. Yeah. 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 Right? I don't know, man. Three of them and that. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We'll keep our eyes open for the next couple of weeks here, but. I, uh, again, I'll have that video up on Monday. We'll have it up just in time for uh, yeah. for Halloween. Speaking of videos, new tinfoil toss over on our Instagrams, yes, at Soper Radio, at Carl Brown 977 uh, you can see those over there. We're also working on getting the uh, <laughs> remote control car. You, you're having to charge something. Yeah, I've got a. There's like a, a like a huge battery pack here that goes in the bottom of the vehicle, and yeah. it's. Uh, I'm doing a uh, like a USB charge on it right now. So we're still charging. Whoever's going to get this thing though, uh, the batteries are already installed in the uh, in the remote control, like the the piece that you hold. Yeah. And you're going to get a fully charged LED battery. This it's going to come assembled basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have this. Totally put together for whoever is gonna step into it. There's some stickers and stuff in here. I'm, I'm just reading through the uh, through the uh, instruction manual. This is significantly more high tech than I anticipated. <laughs> last week we were talking a little bit about that last mow of the year. Right? Mm-hmm. It was like, ooh, did we pull off the last mow? Yeah. So you know, is there, is there gonna be one more that's gonna seep its way into our core? Yeah. Oh, it was this past week realizing. I don't know if it's about the mow, but I may have a little bit more landscaping you've got work. A couple more projects before we. While well, we were chatting with somebody and and it was brought to our attention, mm-hmm. we've got a tree that is growing right near our house, like right at like our fence line. Okay. And it was brought to our attention that this tree, uh, because it's so close to our house, and I guess the type of tree it is, is. Uh, a, the higher it grows, the more it's going to you know, bang into your roof and whatnot, can All damage right. things, can damage the siding, but apparently the roots can also kind of make its way into the foundation oh, and whatnot. It was recommended to us we should get rid of said tree oh. while it's still of decent, still young. you know, yeah, still yeah. younger, right? Mm-hmm. The longer you wait, the harder it is to hmm. get rid of. I don't have a chainsaw. No. I don't have a chainsaw. No, you don't. I have a saw that yeah. I use for hockey sticks. Right. How long do you think it'll take me to get through that? Oh, like with the, like a, a hacksaw? Yeah. Like one of those? Yeah. It's going to take you a bit. Yeah. And plus, you say you want to dig up the root structure? Well, probably should, I guess. Because that's, that's that's more what I'm thinking. You can I could come by and chop the tree down for you. Yeah. But the, yeah, the chopping of the tree isn't, I'm not necessarily worried about but that. But digging out the root structure and sorting that Ugh. to make sure you, yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a sweat. Is that uh, do you do that now before you get to winter? Do you wait till next spring? What do you do? Get rid of some tree. I mean, how much is it going to grow over the next? Well, it's not going to grow over winter, right? Yeah. I assume. So it's up to you. Yeah. It's probably not emergency. Uh, my like, wife... was it like a neighbor who mentioned it or something? Or yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It was it wasn't like a city ordinance. The um, my, now you know what it is though. The problem is my wife now has it in her head. She wants she wants oh, it the down. tree must go. Well, she wanted it down yesterday. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. of those things. It's in her head now. It's like she wants it <laughs> done. Uh, I also have a tree in the backyard that is growing into some like power lines and starting to become a nuisance. It's a mulberry tree. Yeah. And also the birds eat the berries and then litter my yard with <laughs> berry bird. Uh, Drops. Actually, we were having a drink on your back patio the other day. Yeah. And 
Just purple. Yes. Yeah. Purple smears everywhere. That is from that. Yeah. Yeah, it stained the concrete uh, like blocks that I have out there. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm going to take that tree down too. We need we need tree guy. You are wearing a flannel shirt today. I feel rather arboristy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> will, will, you be, will you be my arborist? I'll do it for a price. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do the digging though. I'll do the cut down oh, the tree yeah. thing. You, yeah. But you shovel. See, the you prob- still have my shovel. The pro I do. The problem is the cutting down <laughs> the tree part isn't necessarily the problem. That's the fun part. It's yeah. It's the other stuff. Then we have to get rid of it all. Yeah. You and I go to my backyard, end up getting drunk before we do anything. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> oh. Better get the axe. Shouldn't have made that picture of sangria, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Friday morning, you know what that means. Clip it. Coming. Let me get it ready. We'll get to clip it after ACDC. It's a Soper and Brown show. Soper and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, huge thanks, as always, to the KWs. Caitlin, Katarina, they help out with Clip It, notes, clips, all this kind of stuff. Uh, they make it so much easier. So thank you to those two for the help, as always. And you, Hits Nation, make sure you're listening carefully and let us know what you think should be Clip of the Week. Text us, 977-977. We'll add it to the spreadsheet as we are barreling towards our end-of-the-year oh, show. Man, I yeah. mean, I think we got seven more of these before we get to the Clippies. It's crazy. You and I have got a few... Domino's thin crust, two topping mediums, and a yeah. Saturday in the booth planned here, don't we? It's not far. No, it's not far at so all. Make sure you let us know what you think should be clip of the week. Here it is. This week's clip it. Clip it. <laughs> clip it. Clip it. You gotta clip that. Clip it. Clip it. I gotta have one more in me. Clip it. Hey, we're here to provide foreplay if we need to. <laughs> if we must. And I thought of going downstairs. Lubed armpit. Topless, no teeth. Man, you ever had crabs? Soak yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's a one and done. Ghost threesome? Don't touch my toys. I just, I never get to see Carl like this. They're huge. Wow. A get up for ass. Yeah. What do you put in the middle? Well, I'm open. Without my wife's eyes silently judging me. You can do it at any point this week. Make sure you submit. Oh. Wow. Yeah. 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 Completely topless. Oh, yeah. So you have to grab the back of the shoulders in a rocking motion. Oh, definitely. You should have called the machine back when you were having sex. Got to show your mom all my toys. Make a decision. It's you. (laughs) It's always been you. Oh, how long did he last? Not long. No? Get in there. It was really, really rough. Do you approach from behind or the front? If they're on their side, it's it's from the back. But she didn't go down. Didn't venture? But did take a look. Okay. Whatever you want. Yeah, anything. Whatever you like, pal. Anything. Mm-hmm. I'm crouched? Yeah. No, no like, I'm gonna, my knees are going to hurt. If I'm on my, what if I'm on my knees? Okay, try I'm down that. here. Okay. Yeah. Matt Silver, Carl Brown, The Silver and Brown Show. The only crossword puzzle that can win you cash. 97.7 Hits FM's $10,000 Rock Words. All right, man. Well, Monday we're going to award another $10,000 cash prize. Yeah, man. Weekly $10,000 cash prizes just for paying attention and listening five times a day. If you head to the Hits Instagram, you can actually hear some audio with uh, our most recent winner. Oh, yeah. Dude named Jay. Great guy. It's over there. Think about that. that. Think about getting a call from us. Yeah. 
Anyways, guys, how's your day going? What are you doing? Uh, it's okay. You're wondering why we're calling you, yeah. assuming it's a prank. And it then? It's no, it's no prank. We tell you that we're going to put $10,000 in your pocket. Yeah. Just imagine. That's it, man. All right. What do we got for a word? I actually think this one's a little bit tougher today. Uh, this is for seven down on the uh, crossword. Again, hitsfm.com, the uh, little submission form. You know where to find it by now if you've been playing rock words with us. Uh, the clue today, the hint, if you will, the band Bush. Breathe in, breathe out in this song. Oh. The band Bush, breathe in, breathe, breathe out in, breathe in this out, song. Breathe in, breathe out, mm-hmm. breathe in. That's your clue. <laughs> that one's in uh, refer- uh, reference to seven down on the crossword. Again, the submissions page, hitsfm.com. You know where to go. Bush, breathe in, breathe out in this song. And Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. 977-977. Get your text in any time. Sofer and Brown Show, Friday morning. Uh, do you want to give us... A few people said... That their radios cut out when you were giving away the clue for for rock words. You want to do it one more time? Yeah, once again, clue today. This is for seven down on the uh, submissions page, hitsfm.com. For rock words, the band Bush, breathe in and breathe out with this song. Okay. There you go. Hitsfm.com, full details. Monday, we give away another $10,000 in cash, all right? Reading a story last night uh, from my old uh, my old town of Kingston, Ontario. Your former stomping grounds. That's right. A beautiful city. Great place. Great people. This story, this is wild, okay? Yeah, have, you, have you ever been driving along and, and uh, had a flat tire in some way, shape, or form? I've gotten a flat in my yeah, life. Yep, yeah. I have. Do you remember what you hit? Nail. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Was it stuck in, or did it just kind of shred stuck, the tire? Stuck in. Stuck in, and yeah. eventually you got to make the change, right? Exactly. It could be anything. Uh, something, uh, maybe a hubcap comes off somebody's car and it's a bit jagged. Boom. Happens. Uh, it could be another piece from a car. It could be something that fell off the back of a truck. Many different uh, options. One guy in Kingston last weekend had the shock of a lifetime, though, when he was driving along. And felt a huge thump mm-hmm. and said he heard his tires poof, yep. immediately. Two tires shredded, pulled over to the side of the road, got out, looked, and went, son of a... Yeah. Brutal. He decided, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go see what I hit. Maybe it's something you can move. Yeah, I can so get it off the else road. Yep. Maybe, it, it, you know, a good idea to tell the mechanic. Maybe, maybe you got to go to a mechanic, right? And Who you knows? can at least say, hi, I hit this. He hit something so unusual. You know what? Here, let me let's see if maybe you can maybe you can guess. I'll let you ask me a few questions too. Um, when you say unusual, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you know um, you know re- like street debris, yeah, yeah. animals, all now, that kind of stuff out of it. Is so wildly unusual. What he ran over. Oh man, um, I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> like a power drill. Somebody left a drill. Power drill. Middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fell off a truck. No? Incorrect. Uh, remote control car. Remote control car. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. No. That white lamp sitting next to you. It's that. It's also that one. Uh, this man in Kingston. Name is Tommy Sondy. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> Can't call your kid Tommy for last name Sondy. Tommy. Way. Was driving along 
when he ran over and struck a giant bar of silver. Like like minted silver? A legitimate bar I look this up. of silver. I see the story in front of me here. Sandy was heading into Kingston, Highway 2, 8 p.m. Monday, just east of Canadian Forces Base. Hit something. He said, yeah, I knew right away that my tire was blown. Pulled over. I saw it. I said, I need to get that fixed. He picked up. Yeah, it's a 100-ounce bar of silver. Yeah. You see in the picture, if you scroll up, he's yeah. holding the bar. Yeah. Like you would see in a movie, like a gold bar. Like, oh, we're going to steal a bunch of It's exactly like that, but it's legitimate silver. My God. How the hell did that end up there? He has no idea, nor do the police. He did turn it over to the police and said, I don't know what to do with this. And yeah. I don't know where it came from, but completely shredded my tires of my car. So I guess they hold it for a period of time and then so, he gets it back or what? Get this. The bar itself valued at about twenty six hundred dollars. Yeah, depending That's what on silver, uh, depending uh, what silver's trading at on that day. A one hundred ounce bar of silver, roughly right now, twenty six hundred bucks. So, not like gonna change your life, money, but oh, but it's more than a tire patch. Hey, yeah. Decent amount of money. So he turned it over, and that your assumption would be, hey, after what ninety days? Yeah, it's yours, right? If nobody claims the silver bar. Yep. Apparently. In Kingston, Ontario, the law is that if you turn something in, you do not get it back under any circumstances. You don't get... see. He will not see the silver. He will not see money. And apparently that's how it goes in the finder's keeper's... Situation of Kingston? Yeah, there's a... It is not a finder's keepers. No, there's a quote here from the police officer. It says, if the rightful owner of the silver bar cannot be found, Cullen Jelly said it would be likely be put up at police auction. Yeah. So the department's policy is that unclaimed lost property is not given back to the person who turned it in. Isn't huh. that wild? This guy seems like he really did the right thing here. Yeah. And that if he waits his patient 90 days, they should just hand it over to him. A thousand percent. Or at the very least... His tires and stuff should be fixed free of charge. <laughs> Damn. It sucks, right? Damn. If you find a bag of cash in Kingston, Ontario. And turn it over, it, you ain't, you're not seeing it. No. Good Good to know. Right? Good to know for podcast listeners uh, yeah. who might be catching us a little bit later in the day in Kingston. R- right? If you run over something valuable or find it, don't turn it in. Wow. I, I know. I, is that the same? Is that an Ontario thing or is it- I have no idea if that goes like to individual precincts. I don't know. I really was under the assumption hmm. that if you found something and turned it in, eventually it could make its way back to you if it goes unclaimed. Yeah, if the original owner doesn't yeah. come forward. Yeah. So Not I, the case here. Well, you know what that means. Yeah. You stumble upon a bar of silver going forward. <laughs> you, you keep it. You put it in your pocket <laughs> and you say, that's all me, baby. If you Just in case you find it. I want to know who dropped a silver bar. Also that. What is that? Who's carrying it around? Hi, how would you like to pay for these groceries? Silver. <laughs> this you're, bar. You're Ron Swanson. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. Tom Petty, Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. We were just talking with this guy in Kingston who was driving along and drove over a legitimate bar of silver. Yeah. 100 ounce, that's what it was, right? 100 ounces? Yeah, 100 ounces, around roughly $2,600 the day yeah. he uh, the day he hit it. And what it was uh, uh, 
selling for. Ran over you know, it. Trading for it. his tires. To give you an idea, have you ever seen those videos uh, where like people stick their hands through the little clear case and try to pull out the bars of gold? Yeah. And if you pull out the bar, you get it. Uh-huh. It's like that. It's just silver, right? Like it's a legitimate. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, yeah, you just look it up, and and it's something you would think you would only see in a movie. I'm sure when he saw it, he went, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is kind of why I tried to make you guess, right? Yeah. I can give you a hundred guesses. I would never assume a bar of silver. Yeah. There's would, no way. However, I was transporting said silver would be insanely secure. Yeah. Right? The guy we had a story a long time back from, uh, it was in Washington State, who who had like 10 grand fall off the back of his truck and got it returned to him. So that was all he had. Didn't tip the guy or anything. Uh, how the hell, you know, if that was your only $10,000, why was it? give him like homemade sauerkraut or something like that? <laughs> give him some smoked salmon. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. It, it, this is just insane. Like, who could possibly misplace something like that as, how do you come into a bar of silver as somebody who's not so much as ever lost a wallet how do you misplace a bar of silver is that came up like a bank truck in some way shape or form yeah unless it's that unless it's is, but even that like those are so secure it's kind we, of your whole job we've been discussing here by way of tax with a few people because mm-hmm. he returned it and apparently the laws in kingston say you're not getting it back. Yeah. I it, always thought it was 90 days, and if nobody claims it, it's yours. By the looks of it, it's 90 days, and then it's going to a police auction. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I guess, how they do things in Kingston, because somebody said uh, in Port Dalhousie 30 years ago, found a rod and a reel that would be on a fishing boat, turned it in, 90 days, I got it back. Uh, Wolf said he returned a wallet, yep. um, but uh, never ended up receiving that back. There, there's different stories of people. One person said, "I found two thousand dollars, returned it. Mm-hmm. Ninety days later, I got that two grand." That person lives in Hamilton. I'm trying to find like a clear representation of what the lost and found kind of rules are for uh, for Ontario, uh, in terms of unclaimed property laws. And it doesn't appear that we have like a firm one. I'm looking here. It says, uh, "I'm looking. Does Ontario have unclaimed property laws?" And it says, "As of today." Three Canadian provinces have unclaimed property laws on the books. Alberta, British Columbia, and Quebec, uh, the country's uh, most populous province. Ontario has no unclaimed property law, uh, despite a series of efforts dating back to 1989. So it looks like it might be like based on jurisdiction, based on wow, eh? uh, like individual, uh, either departments of police or whoever yeah. it is. Yeah. One tax saying, because it's a minted bar of silver... Mm-hmm. Is there any chance that when you try to cash that in, that they could come back and find you? Oh well, yeah, does the like, is there a serial code on there that I could, imagine that, that something refers back to? Where do you even take a bar of silver to get your money for it? Do you go to the bank? <laughs> this is my bar. I think you could. Yeah. No way. They they're checking into that immediately. Where wouldn't you think? Do I sell a bar? Of silver. Like, do you go to those, uh, you know, those like uh, cash for gold places or whatever? Like, Maybe that's what you do. Do you go to one of those and yeah. take your $1,500 and run? I don't know. Right? I don't know. I really have no idea what, like, how, I, I would assume that's where you would go. Everything I'm looking at is like how to sell silver bars. And it's like, yeah, take it to your local, like, coin dealers and like cash for gold places. That's, that's, that's what's what all, is, the, right? yeah, all over these places. Because you're not getting 2600 for it then. No. I'm, like, right? when I, I Googled where to sell a bar of silver, top option was a place called Mississauga Gold. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Bullion Mart in Toronto. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> 
Would you rather have a bar of silver or a Bitcoin? Ooh, what? Is well, right now, Bitcoin's still Bitcoin still, Bitcoin still yeah, off. yeah. It's just going down. I'd move off that too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as quickly <laughs> as possible. <laughs> a lot of people saying pawn shop. Yeah, yeah, pawn shop. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. They're gonna give you fair value. No, you know well, no, n- never. But no. but hey, look, if you found a, a bar of silver on the road, yes. and somebody offers you a grand, it's you found a grand. You ask for two. Yeah, is that what you do? Yes, that's right. And then they settle at fifteen hundred. Probably somewhere yeah. in there. That's negotiating bars of silver with Carl Brown. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Mike. I'm Adam. We- hey, a couple of birthday messages. Dave wanted to give a uh, happy birthday to his wife Mimi. Uh, it's her birthday tomorrow. He was hoping to get her a fish sandwich, so absolutely. Do I get a fish sandwich? And our buddy Jonathan, John mm-hmm. Boy. Uh, wait, wait, I missed John it. Boy. You? Yeah. Where's Where's his? Um... Uh, he's look. It's a uh, Kyra. His uh, his fiance Kyra yes. is uh, graduating today from something program uh, college program. John, what's she graduating from? Uh, yeah. I don't, either way, she's graduating today. So do I get a fish sandwich? Fish sandwich coming your way. Congratulations, Kyra. Well done. Hey, well, let me read this one more email. What do you got? And we'll move along as we're talking about people finding things. Finding, selling. So email came in. It said, don't use my name. Mm-hmm. But a few years ago, I found a duffel bag with just over $700,000 in it. <laughs> I have been sitting on that money for a couple of years waiting to see if anything or anybody was coming for it. Just sitting on it? Nobody has yet. I don't know when I'll finally start spending it. I'm nervous, but I'm glad I never told anybody. That's how they left it. Do you just like, is that one of those things where you keep working your normal job and just put your checks away and just like start just casually leak out the cash in your like day-to-day walking around money? Uh, like Jason Bateman Ozarks type situation. <laughs> yeah, like just like keep your clean money yeah. and pay your taxes and do all your normal stuff, and then for all, then just just stash it. Like keep I, stashing that. See, I actually think he's smart to not do anything with just it. Yes, leave it, leave it, leave it. Because what if you know? Do you got to worry in these days about it being a YouTube prank? I don't know what you. I mean, I, that would be one of the thoughts that would go through se- my head. Seven hundred grand. I assume I'm just getting killed. Yeah. Well, or that. Would, that. that would be my first assumption. Or that. That would so, be my first, second, third, and fourth assumption. Do you hold on to it? I know YouTubers have money. I don't think they have seven hundred grand in well, a duffel bag fake, money. Right? Yeah, it could, could be. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you hold on to it in the hopes that they come to you and say, "Give me the money, and I won't kill you"? Sure. Or are they just going to kill you immediately? You I don't know how this works. <laughs> I really don't. I do not know how this. Based works. on what I've seen, again, if you know, we were talking about zombie classes this morning. This ends up with you know, somebody <laughs> who found the the wrong duffel bag getting aced. Oh, seven hundred grand. That's just sit on the discipline to sit on it. Two years, he says in this email. Oh man, That's a long time. That's a big matzo ball hanging there. Eventually, I had a broken went to Mandarin. <laughs> Carl, we're going to Mandarin for lunch. My treat. The Silver and Brown Show. It's time, it's time for Carl versus the World on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown. You're going to be playing on behalf of John. Okay. Not boy you, John. Other John? John in Mississauga. Oh, uh, John did clarify, by the way, is uh, uh, nursing is what Kyra is uh, graduating from, Ni- oh, from uh, Niagara College. Congratulations, Kyra. Congrats. Great work. So you're playing on behalf of John in Mississauga. John Mississauga. Hoping you can get the win. Looking to take you down. We got Amanda and Wes Lincoln. Amanda, how you doing? 
Good. How's your morning going so far? Going good. Taking. Oh, phone's kind of cutting out. There, you still with us? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 I don't know what's going on. I hope the connection gets better. We'll uh, we'll kill the small talk here yeah. and get to it. Yeah, we get out of here. Let's, uh, Amanda. You know how Family Feud works? Oh, Amanda. I'm here. I'm here. You're there. Okay. Okay, that sounds better. Honestly, the connection sounds a little better. You know how Family Feud works. We do. Okay, so 100 people surveyed. You're each going to answer the same question. Higher-ranked answer gets the uh, point. First to three wins, and you will answer first for question number one. Are you ready to go, Amanda? Let's do it. Take down this punk of a human being, Carl Brown. And I'll ask you, first question. Name something that a cowboy might cry about. Oh, his dog dying. His dog dying. Uh, Lost his horse. Lost his horse. So, losing his dog actually not on the list, Amanda. No way. Where's horse? But the horse was number three on the list. So, Carl Brown. Yeah, you got to go. As a cowboy, you got to go horse over dog. Got to yeah. go horse. Yeah. Uh, number one was getting shot in a gunfight. Oh, yeah. You cry about that. Number two was breaking a spur. <laughs> and number four, throwing a lasso and missing. <laughs> <laughs> Wish somebody would have said that. <laughs> you imagine you see a cowboy just huh, yeah. uh, it breaks down yeah. in tears. It's not exactly the picture of John Wayne, cowboy. is it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, Carl, you'll answer first for this one. All right. Name something that moves so slow you want to kick it. <laughs> I'll kick you. Significant other. Significant other? Yeah. What do you got, Amanda? Uh, okay, something so slow you want to kick it. Mm-hmm. Um, a turtle? A turtle. Uh, turtle number four on the list. Where's partner? Significant other not on the list. What? Not on the list. Turtle number four. Number uh, three, sloths. Okay. Number two, a snail. Uh huh. Number one, old people. What? That's what it says. Old That's people what it is says. one? Elderly people is number one. Talk about kicking the elderly. Here. That's terrible, right? That's awful. That's ter- I, I agree with you. Glacier. Don't kick old people. Glaciers were number five. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You always want to <laughs> boot the glaciers. <laughs> My God. All right. Tied up at one. Let's go back to you, Amanda, to answer first. All right. Name something. Or or pardon me. uh, Who would be the worst person to go on a 12-hour road trip with? The worst person. Your kids? Your kids. kids. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Kids was number two on the list. Yep. And mother-in-law was number one on nice. the list. Oh. Nice. Point to you, Carl. Uh, okay, back to you. Uh, actually, Carl, you're answering first for this one. Chance to win this, yeah, too. Yeah, get, get the uh, number one answer, and you're going to get the win. John and Mississauga. Name something you beat. <laughs> A video game. Video game. Eggs. Eggs. Video game number four on the list. Not bad. Eggs number two on the list. Yeah. Number one, rug. <laughs> like like to get the dust out of it? Uh-huh. What are we, pioneers? 
We're kicking glaciers and beating rugs. <laughs> all right, we're all tied to two. Amanda, you'll answer first for this one. Whoever right. has the higher-ranked answer gets the win. What would be the worst thing? Uh, sorry, I should say 100 husbands surveyed. Okay. What would be the worst thing that your wife could bring home after work? Her boyfriend. Damn, that was going to be mine. Uh, oh, it's worse than that. Her mother. Her mother was number two on the list. Yeah. Because her lover was number one. Well done. Well done. Congratulations to you, Amanda. $100 worth of vouchers. Uh, for the Lotto Max, I don't know what the jackpot is. Did you see what the jackpot is? I did is not called? look this morning. I'll tell you, if you win, I think you'll take any amount of money, won't you? True. All right. <laughs> uh, $100 worth of vouchers, Lotto Max draw. Stay in the line, and we will get your information. Congratulations, Amanda. Fabulous. Thanks, guys. The Silver and Brown Show. Muse, Silver and Brown. 977 hits FM. Some people can't get over the kicking question. We just had the old people, uh, the the kicking of old people, the yeah. kicking of turtles. Someone said kicking of snails. Who's kicks a sloth? How do you even kick a snail? Really? I mean, they're pretty small. Well, I guess you, you can stomp shell, it, but you could kind of kick the shell down the road. It, I, guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It was a weird question. That's why I put it in there. Kicking glaciers. Yeah. Move. <laughs> eh, you know, get the, moving. Typically, the idea is you don't want that to move. Yeah. And it moves, melts, breaks off, or otherwise. It's bad. It's an issue. Uh, John, who you were playing with, second time. I've played and lost for him this oh. week. And I'm sorry, John. I, I did I did try. Crushing. Yeah. A crushing blow. You took it to the final round. Yeah, you know? and uh, and got in a tough spot there because there was really one key answer for that fifth question. Yes. And whoever was going first was probably going to grab that. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, um, let's move on from that yeah. and give away some tickets. To the Nickelback album release party? Yeah. They've been giving away Paris tickets all week. Uh, this is happening November 15th at History in Toronto. It is the Get Rollin' album release event for Nickelback. So you can win your way in with us if you've got the best question, one that drives the most conversation, peaks our curiosity. Anything, Let's get creative. 977-977 is where to send those texts. You go ahead and get them in, and we'll get to your uh, text and your questions in about seven minutes. CHTZ. Nine seven seven hits FM. Soper and Brown show. Let's fire it. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. Get your text in. Rapid fire questions. And rapid fire questions, of course, brought to you by our friends at OMG Cleaning Services. Anthony and the team there using some modern technology to get the job done. You can book with Anthony and his team. OMGcleaningservices.com is the place to do it. Once again, we've got tickets for you to the Nickelback Get Rolling album release event, November 15th, History in Toronto. This is our last pair of the week. And let's go ahead and start with this one from Mike. If you had to share one personal grooming item between the two of you, i.e. a razor, a toothbrush, etc., what would you use? Or what would you share? Toilet brush. Toilet brush. Well, that's not personal grooming. That's that's toilet maintenance. You don't know what I have in my backpack. I don't. I also don't know what you do with it. So, um, we have to share something. You know, for a while we were sharing uh, like uh, hair clippers. 
Yeah, that's true. I was I, using yours for a bit. I had bought some early on, and you guys had not had a chance to buy some during the uh, during the pandemic. Yeah. And occasionally, I would we would trade my hair clippers back and forth. Yeah. So we've already done that. Um, it's not a toothbrush. That's too personal. No, hear me out. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's a toothbrush, but with like brushes on either side. And you always have to use. No, no, and we brush at the same time. Just <laughs> is it back is it long or do we have to get very close? Very close. Okay. <laughs> uh, Looking do, for some hard guys. How does Carl keep his composure during family feud answers? I don't really. Yeah, he just shakes his head. And yeah, <laughs> holds in a few uh, bombs. Yeah, that's for that's. Uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. Somebody asked here. They're looking for a response from Bills fans. I think who's the best quarterback in the NFL, and why is it Patrick Mahomes? Uh, they are. Look, it's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes as like a one A one B. Yep, they're different uh, quarterbacks, right? Yeah, but like you take either one in a heartbeat, and then it's the rest of the pack. You saw Tom Brady yesterday. Dude looked like his age is finally catching up to him. Yes. Aaron Rodgers looks unenthused yeah it was those two for so long there's other great young quarterbacks lots of guys coming lamar jackson being one of them yeah there is a there is a tier and it's it starts with those two it's those two Mm -hmm. and it's everybody else yeah and so you take either one if you're bills fans god you're through the roof right now you have to be with what you have yeah you absolutely have to be gonna come down to you two again probably yeah uh this one's for carl lose all your wrestling memorabilia or lose your voice now, when you say lose, I'm assuming you don't gone. mean sell, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's say yes. Because sell sell is a different thing. It's gone. It's just gone. Or your voice is gone. Uh, I guess you could take the memorabilia. You have to, right? I don't know what else I would do. I don't think I'd do that well as a mute. Do you? No. Well, well. Maybe I would. Actually, yeah. I think you might be okay, but. If I lost the ability to. You to, would just have to become like a recluse. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. You would. That's what it would be. Yeah. yeah and. And. You would do really okay for a while. For a bit. I mean, you'd get lonely, and but uh-huh. as long as you had your devices, right? You get to watch <laughs> the, what you want to watch. You got your phone. You yeah. got PlayStation. You know, I think you'd get by longer than most people would. You, you know, there was a time where I, I, I lived on my own, and I was in a new town uh, completely by myself. It yeah. wasn't somewhere I moved to like live with friends. How long before you got lonely? Uh, the days off when I wasn't working could be tough and i found often because i would have weird days off like tuesday when i was still working restaurant business like tuesday wednesday or wednesday thursday off i would spend a lot of time just in my apartment and i wouldn't really talk to anybody and i would find after two days like the first shift back at work felt like you were thrown into a circus because i was like i don't know how to speak to people (laughs) and everything's moving so fast you've just been like sitting on your mattress in the living room for two days yeah. like the full uh lenny from simpsons please don't tell people how i live <laughs> uh boys when is it too early to put up the christmas lights i almost had a heart attack when i found out my brother already put his up all- <laughs> they're done already pre-halloween for me we start decorating around november 15th like uh, halfway through Mo- november you, re- you read my mind the, uh, the the 15th to me is your marker but i'll allow anything personally yeah if it means a lot to you at least can we get to november i do think after remembrance like can we get to remembrance yeah. day is kind of like can we do that to me it's always like a personal like kind of respect thing yeah and i don't then, decorate for christmas until we get past that but at the very if we're talking bare minimum yeah at least go to november yeah that's bare minimum but can we go to november 12th at the very <laughs> also can we do that 
One from Caitlin here. Question, are Carl and Chels planning on dressing up Walter for Halloween? I did get him a Beetlejuice t-shirt. Yeah. He'll probably just wear that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get him a costume this year. <laughs> That's a costume, sure. This one from John. If you had to replace whipped cream as the uh, edible item in the bedroom, what would you replace it with? What's the What's the next like most natural thing to... A cool whip is cheating. Can't say yeah, cool you can't whip. say cool whip. Mm. I'm bringing in sushi. Sushi. Yep. I have a little meal. A little meal. Yeah. Yeah. Lay lay out an erotic sushi platter on me. An erotic mm-hmm. soy sauce in the belly button. That's right. <laughs> Get a little infection. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're like feeding somebody sushi. It's I not as sexy as you would think. Also, just I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a food in the bedroom no, guy. No, neither it is. am I. But we got to get there for this question. Mm-hmm. Stuff. I want stuff that's not extraordinarily sticky. Yeah, that'd be my preference. Frozen fruit. Stuff that's not going to like melt and ruin a mattress. Not frozen fruit, then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Bread with little circles cut out. I'm kind of, kind of going through all no, the crumbs. Though. Uh, I'm kind of, uh, I'm going through like in you're my. Trying, brain. You're going through the cupboard. The answer? Cheese its. The answer? Cheese strings yeah. that are pre-strung. I've strung them out. You pulled and them I, all out? Oh, uh, then I lay them on you. Designs. I tickle you with my cheese string strings. Oh, that's foreplay. Uh, what else do we got here? Somebody said my mind went right to queso. I don't I don't think I want to eat queso off a of body. Uh, man, that's a tough one. Oh, I had a cut there. Ah, oh. ah spicy. Hot. Is it hot? Well, it have to be somewhat hot. Yeah, if you had so, an open wound. If you're gonna, oh, not just that. I just mean, if you're going to pour it, it's oh. got to be a little warm. Oh, yeah, I guess it could. Yeah. It could be cold queso. Last one here. You have the ability to teleport, but wherever, uh, sorry, whenever you use the ability, you're going to get violently sick for an hour. Oh. Do you ever teleport and to where? Oh, if I if I had the ability, yeah. I'd never, I would I would use it. Yeah. At some point, I'd break down and use sure. it. I it's mean, like buying the Halloween candy. Yeah. I'm I would break down and eat some of the Halloween candy. If the, um, especially when you're looking at like a long travel, like say you're looking at a 12 hour flight, right? Mm-hmm. Or I can teleport to wherever, Paris, right now. Yeah. And for the first hour I'm there, I'm just going to spend it in the bathroom of the Airbnb I rented getting sick. Yeah, it's an hour to avoid airport on both ends, baggage claim, all that kind of stuff, sitting on the airplane for that long, I'm using it for yeah. sure. It's an hour. Good point. I've been sick for an hour before. Good point. I could do it again. Text messenger said mashed potatoes on the human body. There it is. I'm making a mashed potato volcano, gravy, <laughs> coming out. <laughs> Got to eat the gravy before it hits the skin. <laughs> Got to eat the gravy. <laughs> Got to eat it. You just get very full and don't want to have sex. <laughs> oh, so full of gravy. Mash. Go have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's the best question. I agree with you. The Silver and Brown Show. Dawzy977 hits FM. It's the Silver and Brown Show. We are going to get to another round of Clip It uh, real shortly, about 10 minutes or so. First, though, Carl, you have some details on this. This is a story that came across my Twitter mm-hmm. last night. Uh, Chandler from Friends. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Yep. Uh, just released a memoir and stories about his life, drug use, mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. And during his press tour, he was talking, and he said, how come people like Heath Ledger leave this world 
but people like Keanu Reeves get to walk among us. So it's a note from the book. Oh, it's, it's, it's that's from the book. It's in the book. Okay. Yeah, it's in the book. Um, I thought he said that during an interview. <laughs> no, it, it was it was written in the book. Uh, Matthew Perry's uh, written a book. Uh, comes out I think November first, and um, talks a lot about his battles with uh, alcohol and opiate. Uh, addiction, uh, opioids especially, man. That was a bad problem. Talks right? about, talks about in 2018. He was really, really close to dying in 2018. Spent five months in the hospital, two months in a coma. Uh, he had taken opiates to the point that his colon exploded. Whoa! What? Burst. Live with live with a colostomy bag for nine months. Just what do you, how do you fix that? Uh, surgically. I would assume it's incredibly, incredibly difficult. Uh, but he's been, uh, I guess, clean and sober for three plus years, and was okay. ready to write some notes down. And yeah, in this book, I guess he was quite close with uh, with River Phoenix, and, uh, who passed away in what ninety three, I think. Okay. Viper Room, Los Angeles, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess somewhere he writes in the book after Heath Ledger had passed. Of why did these what he refers to original thinkers? Like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us. Okay, why is Keanu Reeves catching stray bullets from Matthew Perry? And that's not even it, too. Uh, once Chris Farley passed, he had been in a, he had been in a film with him uh, called I think it was called Almost Heroes. Yeah, and he was in Jennifer Aniston's dressing room, and he says, "I punched a hole through Jennifer Aniston's dressing room wall when I found out." He writes, "Keanu Reeves walks among us." What the <laughs> hell? You know, <laughs> Keanu Reeves is like known as I've, a really good, solid dude his, within the Hollywood community. His reputation certainly is uh, is fairly unsmudged when yeah. it comes to his interactions with people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Perry on a bit of a, a bit of a comeback tour here. You know, trying to drum up a little bit of goodwill and some yeah. some publicity for the book. And, may, and maybe that's why, because if he put the book out. And didn't slander Keanu Reeves. I don't know if you and I would be talking about it right I now. Guess, but at but... the same time, it's like, of all the guys, why is Keanu catching a stray here yeah. from Chandler from Friends? Chandler Bing taking swings at Keanu Reeves? <laughs> did you about... have that on your 2022 no, bingo card? He talks about the you know, original thinkers. I mean, Keanu's a pretty original thing. Like, is the, Does he take like, the quiet aloofness as that he's stupid? Is that what like maybe? Is that where he takes it from? That he's not a when did uh, creative or artistic man? When did Bill and Ted come out originally? Original one? Did it have something say, to do with that? I want to say like eighty eight or eighty nine. Did it have something to do with that? I was like, okay, I he played an idiot in a movie. 80, like, yeah. So you think that's <laughs> that's it? When did Matrix? He just didn't like the Matrix. Didn't that like would have been ninety nine. Yeah, speed ninety four ish, ninety five. Yeah, I don't know. Did he lose a couple roles to Keanu Reeves? That's you know? possible. Yeah, right? it's possible. It could be a jealousy thing. It could be a jealousy thing. It's weird. I know. It's just really odd. Of all the guys to take shots at, there's lots of people. It's like, yeah, I get why you can be upset that your buddy's not around and yeah, and, uh, still there. Yeah, I got to put down Keanu. Yeah. Sell some books, I guess. Gonna swing it. There's other guys you could take swings at. Sure. Surely. <laughs> Apparently, he did apologize for this and said it was, uh, I don't know if it was taken out of context or whatever but it's uh well it's your book man so and also you said guys like keanu reeves walk among us i don't know what kind of context you <laughs> think comes from that among us but i think i know what the context is southern ontario's best rock 
Upper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM, Friday morning. That means we got to get to clip it. Huge thanks to the KWs, Caitlin and Katerina, for helping out, as always. Text us. Let us know what you think should be clip of the week, 977-977, so we can add it to the spreadsheet. Here it is, this week's clip it. Clip it. <laughs> clip it. Clip it. You got to clip that. Clip it. Clip it. I got to have one more in me. Clip it. Hey. We're here to provide foreplay if we need to. If we must. And the thought of going downstairs. Lubed armpit. Topless, no teeth. Man, you ever had crabs? Soak yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's a one and done. Ghost threesome? Don't touch my toys. I just, I never get to see Carl like this. They're huge. Wow. A get up for ass. Yeah. What do you put in the middle? Well, I'm open without my wife's eyes silently judging me. You can do it at any point this week. Make sure you submit. Oh. Wow. Yeah. 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 Completely topless. Oh, yeah. So you have to grab the back of the shoulders in a rocking motion. Oh, definitely. You should have called the machine back when you were having sex. Got to show your mom all my toys. Make a decision. It's you. (laughs) It's always been you. Oh, how long did he last? Not long. No? Get in there. It was really, really rough. Do you approach from behind or the front? If they're on their side, it's it's from the back. But she didn't go down. Didn't venture? But did take a look. Okay. Whatever you want. Yeah, anything. Whatever you like, pal. Anything. Mm-hmm. I'm crouched? Yeah. No, no. like, I'm gonna. No. my knees are going to hurt if I'm on my... What if I'm on my knees? Okay, try I'm that. down here. Okay. Yeah. Southern Ontario's Best Rock, 97.7 Hits FM. Snowper and Brown, it's 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown, before we get out of here, what did we learn on this show today? Uh, we learned that we have many arborists in the text box. As, yeah. Uh, you were looking at some tree removal on your property. And, Chat with uh, a few. i got to get a few more details. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, Hits Nation coming forward. Thanks to the arborists. We learned about a silver bar and a blown tire in Kingston and learned that uh, finder's keepers doesn't really apply as if you get the police involved. Apparently in that city. Yeah. Well. Handed it over, not getting it back. Uh, we talked to uh, Cole this morning and a few people through the text box about uh, doomsday preppers yeah. or emer- let's say emergency preppers. Mm-hmm. People who have a hearty stock of equipment yeah. waiting for the day. You asked the question. Do those people who are who are so prepared look forward to the opportunity to execute their plan? And I'm asking honestly. Yeah. Like it's an honest question. Mm-hmm. Is there any disappointment if you spend your time preparing yeah. and it doesn't happen? Are yes. you disappointed or you just go, yeah, all right, well, it was good. I was prepared. It's like, it's like are you disappointed yes. paying your home insurance every month, right? When it does come up, you go, oh, yeah, yeah. glad I've been doing that. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. I guess. Eh? Yeah. It's just less exciting. Yeah. So you can't point to your beans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we learned about the lubed poles of Philadelphia. Go back and listen to the podcast. It'll make sense. <laughs> I'm not giving you any context here. Soper and Brown Costume Contest will stay open until noon on Sunday. HitsFM.com is the place to go for that. We'll do maybe just a quick video with the car here before we take mm, off for the day. I did, I did build it. I'm still uh, I'm still charging a battery yeah. for the damn thing. Go to so. the Hits Instagram yeah. around 1030. You can see what It'll the car little, looks like. A little video up there yeah. for you. Uh, beyond that, next Rock Wars coming up at 10 o'clock. It's been a good week, been a long week, and uh, we're another, back on Halloween Monday. Another tal- uh, $10,000 probably. Oh, yes, of course, On Rock Monday Wars. to be yeah. given away. Uh, clip of the week, we had a few votes. This was one of them. A get up for ass. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and then yeah. people also wanted this one. I'm gonna, my knees are going to hurt 
If I'm on my, what if I'm on my knees? Okay, try I'm down here. Okay. Yeah. We're just, we're looking at the lubed poles of Philadelphia. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Get those costume pictures in. We'll see you bright and early on Halloween Monday. All right, party people. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM.